Welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Today is Monday, March 1st. We are in a new month, the third month of the year, and we're here already. I don't know if it's just me, but it really does feel like this time is flying this year, and I'm actually okay with that, right? And it's crazy to think that with us kind of hitting March now, it has literally been a year since we've had to change so much due to quarantining because of COVID and everything else, and so definitely a good time for reflection as we've kind of hit that year mark of life changing in an instant, us not being able to do things like we were able to do at the start of 2020 um, and of course pre-2020. And so now here we are in this space, man. But look, I'm so happy to have you all here. So excited for today's conversation. Before we get started with it, I want to say thank you to all of the new listeners who are tuning in. I ask that you subscribe on whatever platform you might be listening on. And for those of you all, that are returning. Thank you so much for your continued support and your belief in the Between the Dream podcast. I am, um, I was wrestling with the conversation that I wanted to have today. So originally I was going to pick up with more of the conversations around um, relationships and the importance of healing before hopping into a relationship, but I was going to take a different swing, which is going to be kind of covering more about the importance of us making sure that um, we are careful when it comes to even our friendships and our relationships and family dynamics as well, because a lot of times, even in areas like our relationships that aren't romantic, we can still have um, some setbacks and some issues take place to where we are hanging our healing and our recovery up on somebody else. We are using people and don't even always realize it. Right. And we are abusing um, the love and the the care that they show us. Right. And so we're going to have that conversation Wednesday, but I wanted to kind of just take a little small detour real quick in this conversation from something that's actually been weighing heavy on my mind for a while. And I think it kind of just came to a bubble last week after having several conversations. And that is this thought. And it's a question I'm going to leave with you all trust. This is going to be a very, very short podcast episode because I just want you all to take this and consider this as you move throughout the week. What change are you making from your bubble? What change are you making from your utopia? And the reason why I'm putting this out here is because um, I had several events take place between Thursday and Friday that really got me to thinking about this. One, I was sitting in a coffee shop that I normally um, go to um, in my neighborhood, and I thought it was really interesting. While I'm sitting down talking to a friend, I can I can hear the conversation happening next to me as well from um, three people. Uh, and in this conversation, what I thought was really interesting was how uh, there were several things going on at once in the convo. The first was how um, these two older ladies who were talking to this like middle aged white guy, probably in his 50s, um, you know, they were just kind of bashing the city of Seattle and just really down talking Seattle as a whole. And I thought that that was kind of interesting from the standpoint, too, of like everything that was stated was stuff off of opinion or stuff off of somebody else's opinion that may be inhabiting or around in that space. Right. And the next thing that ended up happening with the guy was they ended up somehow shifting into a conversation. Now, mind you, this is a predominantly white coffee shop. Like my black face is usually one of the only black faces in there. And so there was another black person that I was talking to while I was in the shop. But then the conversation of racism came up and I thought it was really interesting because this guy was like, well, you know, I've been living in this neighborhood for 30 years and I've never seen anything racist happen before. 
And I thought it was interesting because I'm like, clearly you're a middle-aged white guy. I wouldn't expect you to have the experience because it's not, it's not going to be something that's geared towards you. Right. But it got me to thinking as, as these people were constantly talking and, and how everything out of the mouth was like really negative. Right. And I want to take it deeper beyond it just being negative. It was very apathetic. It was very just kind of like, I'm going to give my feelings and opinions and thoughts on it. Um, but beyond that, I'm not going to do anything else. And I might be completely wrong with what I'm out here putting my opinion towards. Right. It was very easy for them in this conversation to say what they think people of color should do and shouldn't do. But while this whole thing is going on and I'm sitting here talking to my friend while ear hustling on this other conversation, I noticed that the several times that I got up to go and either grab my food or um, go sanitize my hands or whatever in these moments, all I got was like these really weird looks. Now, mind you, I'm, I'm suited to the T, right? Got a beautiful camel coat that I'm wearing this day. Kind of got my, you know, my little, my little GQ vibe swag going on. I had the black turtleneck nice and fitted with some nice fitted jeans. So, you know, your boy out here fresh with some, some fresh leather Chelsea boots. I'm out here looking like that thing. But in this though, right? Nice, just suited to the T. And I noticed that every time I came around, it was just a stare. And it, it got me to thinking in this moment though, of like, wow, like you had an opportunity right there to really put your your what you say to practice, which is there was a part in the conversation where they were like, no, like, you know, nobody should be judged differently from the color of their skin. And and we're all we're neighborly to everybody. We're kind to everybody. And I'm like, no kindness came from you in that moment. Right. So what am I getting to as I'm putting this out here? The thought that I want to leave you with is that while this conversation was going on, um, it really was reminiscent of the, the the people in this space and, and a lot of spaces around our world where there's so much happening right now that we could definitely lend a lens of empathy towards, but we don't, right? In our apathetic living for some of us, in our cynical living for others, and then in our just complete lack and care of concern or what I would just simply identify as selfishness, we are very quick to put our mouth on things and give opinions and talk down and talk bad towards while living from the comfort of our utopias, while living from the comfort of our bubbles where we don't have to be bothered if we don't want to be bothered. And I want to challenge this idea and this notion because for me, one of the things that I think about constantly is how is it that we can complain so much about how things are changing or how things used to be, whether it's conversations that have to do with our countries or whether it's conversations that have to do with our cities or whether it's just, you know, how things were back in the quote unquote old days. And my thought always goes to this idea of people complaining so much about things changing and while they'll never go back to certain areas and do certain things and all this other stuff. And I'm like, wow, we've complained so much about things changing, but then also in the same breath, we have to a degree arrested ourselves when it comes to the change that we could be in areas, in spaces where things are going a little cuckoo, where things aren't the same, where maybe there is more death, maybe there is more violence, maybe there is 
more confusion and frustration, whatever the case might be. What I've noticed is that in times of turmoil, we 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 tend to um, lean more to the side of I'm just going to give my opinion about what I see, but I'm not actually present with people. I'm not present with individuals when I have an opportunity to be present. No, I don't want to leave the comfort of my bubble. I don't want to leave the comfort of of this nice, um, pleasant veal type of um, area that I'm in and that I can be in. But then in that same breath, like I said, it's so easy for us to just start talking down and giving opinions. And one of the things that I really want to make sure that we are very clear on today is that your opinion means nothing if you don't have any lived experience to back it up. And I don't want to sound harsh in this, but I want to be honest because the reality is, is that for many of us, we talk about things that we've never had to live. We speak and put our mouths in an ill-fashioned manner on things and people from backgrounds and lifestyles and circumstances that we have had the privilege not to live, not to go through. And you've got to start asking yourself hard questions. Am I just sitting up here blowing fluff and talking when the reality is, is that I have nothing to offer in this space or I just don't care to offer in this space. And my go to is to criticize it, is to down talk it. And if that is you, I want to challenge you just to simply say, did God create you to be average in this space and just to live in comfort while not? being love, empathy, and a helping hand to the next person? Is that your life's calling? Is that your life's purpose? Or are you only invested in being empathetic and and doing things when it's of convenience and within the realms of your utopia that gives you so much comfort? Something that we've really got to start to ask ourselves, because the crazy part is that we, we talk about how things are changing negatively. And then We cry for change and we want things to be better. But in this, we're not doing anything and making any impact from the bubble. So what am I saying? It's time for you to get out the bubble. If you feel a certain way about things. Right. And this is all across the board. These two ladies that just so happened to be talking to this guy, both of them were talking faith. They were talking Christian scripture. They were talking Bible. And I'm thinking to myself, well, man, like. You, you talk all of this stuff about what God is doing, this, that, and the third. But I'm like, what is God doing through you to help it? But that's a different conversation, right? We're not going to get into that, right? Some people complain about things that take place around the economy, right? What, what gifts do you have to bring to that place, that space to make it better? Because there's something inside of you. What are you offering that can bring about positive change to the downfall and the demise that you think you're seeing? Ask yourself these questions and consider it. That's my message for you all today. Are you really creating impact from your bubble? Are you really changing people's lives for the better from the utopia that you stay in and you're never in a space of being in community with those who might need something that you have? I love you guys, and I want to see you in and all that you do. And um, hopefully this message helps somebody. It, gives you a little bit of fire to start this week off to just consider some ways that you could be better because we can all take from this. We can all learn from this and we can all do better. I'm excited for this month. It's March and you know what that means. Look, spring is in the air. I've been seeing little flowers and little tree leaves growing that I ain't seen since like last August or September. 
So I know it's coming. I'm super excited. I'm super ready. So listen, we got new stuff coming up all month with conversations from the podcast, with conversations from life and everything in between. So make sure you stay included. Make sure you stay involved. We've got special guests. Yes, I'm starting to round up my guest again as we get ready to dive deeper into the 31 Days of Power book. So be ready for that. In the meantime, make sure you get your copy, signed copy of the 31 Days of Power from my website, richardtaylorjr.com. Listen, make sure that you stay in tune with me as well. Instagram, Jr. Twitter is at Truly Taylor Made, and Facebook and LinkedIn is Richard L. Taylor Jr. Love you all. Talk to you on Wednesday. Peace.